Yeah. Gotta recreate that magic. Okay, here we go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now you're getting it. I have goldfish in my throat. <laughs> and that's gonna be the head of the episode right there. Here we go. <clears throat> are listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. A level-headed movie critic meets a loudmouth movie cynic. And action! Alright, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And today, James, what are we doing? The Gauntlet. That's the Gauntlet soundtrack, I guess. Alright. The Gauntlet. We're throwing down the Gauntlet. What is the gauntlet? The gauntlet, I don't know if we're even using the term correctly. Probably not. Sure we are. But It's gaunt- trials. It's trials for somebody. All right. These are the loud on the set trials for a guest. Because we've done it ourselves. That's true. We're putting it forward. So we did a listener mail episode with Ben. I know I just asked you to explain this, but fuck you. I'm Go ahead. myself. Go ahead. Um, we did a listener mail with Ben, <laughs> and we kind of hit on this idea where it would be fun to go back and kind of go through all these things that James and I have talked about before. Um, maybe some we didn't have guests on, maybe some we did, and just talk to more people about it because it's fun to get more insights. So the gauntlet is a ream of questions that we will ask guests to answer based on their lives and experiences so that we can learn more about the world and the people in it, right? Correct. Yep. So that's what we should be doing with our time. So joining us... My sister Hallie's here! Yay! Hey! Hi, Hallie. Hi. And my brother-in-law, Chris, is here. Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh, my God. What's Yay. up? How you doing? We're good. Good. Living Super good. Living the dream. Living the dream. All right, you ready for the gauntlet? The gauntlet's yeah. about to be thrown down. All right. Here we go. Here we go. First question. And again, this kind of follows the order of the episodes that we did them in, Kyle. So oh, here we good. go. Excellent. So hold, should we should there be a standardized who answers first? No, we'll toggle. Okay. Because you okay. might influence each okay. other. Okay. Toggle switch. Toggle switch. I'll toggle you we back and toggle forth. Switch. All right, earliest I make up the rules. Early <laughs> earliest movie memory. What is your earliest movie memory? Hallie. Um, I think The Lion King, I think. Just like Ben. Ooh, that's digging deep. I mean that that ages me like Exactly. And where would you envision of seeing it? I'm pretty sure I was at the Lennox AMC 24 in Columbus, Ohio, um, which was like Kyle's and my growing up all the time movie theater. Excellent. Think I was there. Pretty sure. And that's your first memory of going to the movies. Did you ever remember seeing anything on TV or like a VHS or anything before that? I don't think before then. I don't think think the Lion King was like the first. First bit. If you didn't remember, mine was the Toy Story. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Lion King, interesting. What about you, Chris? So I'm trying to think of my earliest movie memory, and I guess it should be a Disney movie or something, but I can only come up with my most memorable early memory, which is Star Wars. I just remember episode four. Uh That was the greatest, and that's the, the most memorable uh, and early that's the movie one that for stuck, me. Right? That's what stuck. Yeah, but, I know right. I saw movies before that, but but if you don't remember them, they obviously didn't yeah. matter until episode four. <laughs> right, 
I, I divide my life into pre-episode four viewing and post-episode four I viewing. I mean, for Kyle and I, that was like a daily or maybe weekly rewatch. But yeah, I know you would literally watch it through, rewind it, and just start watching it I wore out the tape, actually. Yeah. Yeah, we had to buy another copy at a garage sale because I ruined the VHS tape <laughs> because I watched it so much. I had no idea when I learned that Darth Vader was Luke's father. It's as if I always, always knew. knew. Yep, that, I thought about that, too. I have no idea when I gained that knowledge. It's kind of disappointing, it actually. Just like happened because yeah. I can imagine our dad being exactly the right age to have seen yeah. episode four when it came out in theaters as a 18 year old and that would have been like mind breaking yeah. and you and I were just like oh yeah Darth Vader's it just happened yeah. <laughs> alright next, you- next question on the goalie yeah give us a compelling reason why one <laughs> the, the collective one if you should see a movie Chris I think you should see a movie because you want to hear a story. I think you should go because you want to hear a story, you want to be entertained, you want a beginning, you want a middle, you want an end. You want that feeling of complete, you went there, you saw a story, you heard it, you enjoyed it. That's the reason you should go to the movies. I like that. I don't think we've touched on that before. Like The completeness and just succinct classic storytelling. You know, people used to tell stories just verbally Mm -hmm. and people were good storytellers. And now we have people that anybody can tell a story, right? On the fucking internet, you can do anything. So the completeness of a good story. And our lives are like so incomplete. Right. <laughs> Outside the movies, man. Whoa. <laughs> All we are is dust in the wind, dude. <laughs> dust <laughs> wind, dude. All right, Hallie. Why um, should one see a movie? I, well, okay. So personally, like... I definitely judge movies harsher if I have that sensation of like, how long has it been since this movie started? What time is it? If I don't get like ultimate escapism, um, that's usually my main reason for seeing. Because I'll see something that like content wise interests me or like actors interest me or certain directors whose movies I've liked and I just want to see whatever the new story is. Um, But in the end, it like has to be an escapist couple hours totally captivating 100 something that is 100 captivating two unique standpoints yeah Yeah, that's good it's funny i'm probably the worst person to have on your podcast because i never pay attention to the director i don't usually pay attention to who wrote the movie i want to go for a story if it's a good story and ended i'm gonna sit there and see who wrote it i don't really judge it beforehand have you listened to the podcast yeah i don't know who the fuck's in any (laughs) (laughs) that's not true you do james Not at all. Liking a movie isn't even a prerequisite to being a host on this show. Right. <laughs> all right. Next Watch up. Three. <laughs> now you have to give us a compelling reason why not to see a movie. You see how I didn't split the infinitive there? Ooh, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. That was good. Very nice. Um, Hallie. Okay. Why not see Also, movie? help yourself to these wares. <laughs> um, I'm eating all of your goldfish. Good. Um, why not to see a movie? I hate the gauntlet to- sponsored by Goldfish. <laughs> Flavor blasted. <laughs> it's like a goldfish and a Dorito all in one. It is. Um, it is. Oh my so, God. so true. I don't like seeing paycheck movies at all. Like if you can tell that very clearly, this movie was just made marketed for some like people need a paycheck. Some studios got to produce a movie. I. All the Marvel and yeah, like I'm just I'm over it. I haven't seen a superhero movie, like a comic book based superhero movie, even Wonder Woman, which is very sad. I still actually want to see that one, but I haven't seen any in like 
two plus years, I don't think. And all of the ones that James truly despises that are based on like the most infinitesimal, (laughs) stupid pop culture thing, like Angry Birds or the (laughs) Emoji Movie. Like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> the, emoji, the Emoji movie was rocking a solid zero on Rotten Tomatoes until recently, and now it's at four. And that, oh I God. mean, and that's probably too high. It like, probably is too high. It's, it's like a fine wine. It gets better with age. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, why should one not see a movie? Uh, similar answer. You shouldn't see a movie just because it's a superhero or someone you like. Uh, you shouldn't go see a movie just because you're excited about the past or because it's a sequel to a movie you like. Uh, for example, my earliest memory, Star Wars. I was so excited for the reboot of Star Wars, but I let a lot of the criticisms go because I was so excited to see Star Wars. But then on the second or third watch, we definitely picked up. There was a couple things I could have done better, and I realized... Couple. A few. <laughs> how, much, how much time you got? How long is the podcast? But seriously, that's a good reason not to see a movie. It's just because it's something you love and that's near and dear to you. Don't just see it. And, that's and like a super devil's advocate When like, you meant the reboot, right? Yeah. Did you mean the the newest episode four the Force reboot, Awakens. or did you mean the prequels? Uh both. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. Especially the prequels. Yeah. Dear Wait. God. Okay. Next, one of my favorite questions. Cry Babies. Yes. Mm-hmm. What, what movies made you cry? Chris starts. Chris starts. <laughs> Be honest. <laughs> Wally. That was a oh, that was cool. tears. Oh, no, I know. Oh, wow, I cried during Up. Yeah. The first five minutes of Up, I was ready to shut the movie down and be done, so... Yeah. Any other films? What a sissy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Ghost. <laughs> yeah, who might have told me? <laughs> Any other memorable ones? I can't. We listed think a couple. Another one right. All right, go to Allie. Think of another one. one. Sure, sure. I think. Um, I feel like I definitely cried during Brokeback Mountain when I saw it the first time in the theater with mom. There you go. And um, what that else? Oh, just like Darren Aronofsky, any movie that he makes where he just like takes your heart out of your chest, pounds it to death on a table, and then you just have to deal with that. Give like, us some examples. Mother? He makes me, I have not seen Mother yet. <laughs> I've heard that kind of happens. But like The Wrestler, like good God, it just, that those mm-hmm. like bowels of humanity kind of movies. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. usually too depressed in a uh, Darren Aronofsky film to even I'm trying like, to think emote. what else. I'm oh. kind of just a shell afterwards. Okay, general, general category all also, space movies always because. Oh, I did cry during Apollo 13. Absolutely. Oh, when they At got least... when they got back on the aircraft carrier, I stood up, cried, yep. clapped. <laughs> oh, oh, it was the greatest moment. Yes. At least three <laughs> out of the four people sitting around yes. this table I know are so overwhelmed with our love of like space travel and oh, like yeah. understanding yeah, yeah. that humans can explore space. That Who's just the like man out. Probably James. No, I can appreciate I it, but you you come from land of the astronauts, apparently. So yeah, we definitely do. Definitely yeah. do. Everyone but um, it man, it will just it will wreck you. You see somebody like up in space or come back from space, and it's just like, eh, why is the space program gone? There's right. like a lot of feelings it's surrounding the, it's that. It's the greatest journey. It's and the greatest journey. Fabricated. I mean, oh, I know. No, that yeah. was like a real story. Hey, yeah. just for a little perspective, if I may defend myself here mm-hmm. for a second, That's fine. I'm old <laughs> enough to remember seeing the Challenger explosion. Yeah. Number one. Yep. Two, I watched I live as too. the Columbia disintegrated over over airspace. So that I watched. I, I was in Florida. Old I've to watched. See that. Wait, I've watched Challenger. Two thousand three. Nineteen eighty six. Yeah, but but yeah. when the Columbia oh, so exploded, Columbia was, we was two thousand three, I believe. That was right? the one I remember. Yep. Yeah. 
I, I've, I've sat through like launches and arrival. Yeah. I, I love it all. Yeah. I just don't have to cry during the fucking Tom Hanks. Boom, <laughs> <laughs> well, next question. <laughs> next question. That's Tom Hanks. Moving on. <laughs> Sneaking in. Ah, have you ever snuck into a movie theater? I have, How do you do it? I have never done it. Oh, come on. I've never done it. I told you, man. Chris, help me out here. Yeah, and I don't know what your yeah. definition is. Are you talking about sneaking in without paying or sneaking into the wrong movie? Because I've only done the latter. So, in the wrong movie? Right, counts. Right, right, yeah. right. I'll tell you, when I was 20 years old, I can't even remember what the movie was because it was obviously terrible. It was some R-rated movie I went to see with my friends. And I didn't have my ID on me, and I was 20 years old, and they thought I was 16. Oh, this counts, this counts, this counts. Because you have no facial hair and look like you <laughs> were 16. Face. Well, baby so face. they shut it down. They sold to all of my friends who were all, you know, ID'd and were 20. And I'm like, do you think I'm a 16-year-old hanging out with this group? But they would not give me a ticket to the R-rated film. So I don't remember the movie, but I remember the movie that I purchased a ticket for. Departed. I'm gonna no. say I'm gonna say oh, no. showgirl. No, 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 <laughs> softer, soft movie. I didn't even see end up seeing the movie, but it must have been more memorable. Uh, right. Marley and Me is what I bought the ticket for. <laughs> and she said, "Are you really movies. gonna go to that theater?" And I said, "Yes, ma'am." Yes, and ma'am. I'm a liar. <laughs> I took the ticket, and the guy uh, he followed me with the baton, like uh, how the flight crew has the, the no lighted way. wand okay. he followed me up the hallway with the lighted wand and i went into marley and me and i sat down and as soon as i saw the wand disappear in the back of the guy had left i stood up and i rejoined my friends group and they were like yeah you made it oh, fight the power Chris. Fight the power fight the man <laughs> <laughs> all right and a similar question that is so since good. we haven't snuck into too many movies between the two of you uh, sneaking in food. Oh God, absolutely yes. All right, give us some the highlights. Best thing you snuck in oh. that you can remember. Huh? Chipotle burritos are uh, always a fun challenge. So I was gonna say I've not snuck this into a movie, but definitely in my like greatest magical feat of all time, snuck a Chipotle burrito into the Ohio Stadium for a football game one time quote-unquote, palmed, if you will, in my lower back, which my brother to this day didn't even notice me do. I didn't. The it magician. incredible. But, um, I mean... The magician. I have so many large purses, it's, like, not even hard. Like, I can take yeah. whatever I want. You really... So. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think it's fun to sneak shit into the Oh, yeah. Movies. Absolutely. I don't know why. Chris, I... Uh, also with the theme I took burritos in I took uh, Taco Bell burritos bean burritos <laughs> and pro tip for listeners the bean burrito is definitely one of the better is food the items is that flatter food items it is it's Taco a, <laughs> it is uh, one of the flatter items but the real key is that it's not a very runny item uh, and it's usually well wrapped in a flour tortilla so when you put it in your pocket and you know you walk in and out sit up and down it's not likely to break the, the surface tension of the burrito and <laughs> And it's, I mean, overall, just a good, good movie food to sneak in. Great, great, great listener tips. <laughs> in case you're planning on that one's free. That's it. <laughs> All right. Oh shit, we question. skipped one. We skipped one. I'm Go sorry. Back. We're going back. Going alone. Your going alone. Going to Are you okay with going alone? Have you gone alone, Chrissy Star? Yeah, I'm fine with it. I went to a movie alone. I don't remember what it was. It was really hot, and I didn't have air conditioning. So I went to the theater and See, it's fine. As, a, as a refugee to the theater. Yeah, and it was a matinee. It was in college, and uh, I remember I was climate change refugee right here. Those <laughs> <laughs> fucking movies. Here it is, people. Other people fleeing for Highland and whatnot. This guy's like, fuck it, I'll go to the fucking theater. Watch the theater. <laughs> it was me and uh, half of a nursing home, I think, in the theater uh, who were watching the film. What'd you see? I think Steel Magnolias. Uh, it's a Bruce Willis movie, and it would have been 2000. Die Harder. No, what? I don't know what it was. Uh, well, oh, well, there you we'll go. never know. Maybe red. No. 
Um, I have never seen a movie alone. Really? What? You've never gone to the theater never. alone? Nope, because normally I really enjoy the component afterwards of like being able to talk to somebody about the movie. Like I understand it's a very solitary experience. Like you're just sitting there watching something, even if you're sitting next to somebody, mm-hmm. you're sitting there watching something and not interacting with them. But Kyle, you and I talk in movies sometimes very quietly if we think there's something funny. But also <laughs> Chris Chris was making air quotes about me talking quietly in the movies. Um, but also I really enjoy like immediately talking to people about it afterwards. Yeah. So. Now here's the flip side of that coin, which I'm sure everybody can talk about. Have you watched movies on TV or on your computers alone? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So then inherently it becomes whether you're going to actually go to the theater yeah. by yourself to go see the movie. Public I'm, shaming. Spotlight effect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay being alone in my house, but... Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm fine. And I'll, like, yeah. go, I'll go out to eat alone. I've done that plenty. But oh, that's I've fucking not... loser right there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just don't, I don't know that I've ever found myself in a situation where that was like something that I could or wanted to do. You always had air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I go out to eat alone like every day on my lunch break. (laughs) I just count though. Well, get a movie in while you're out to dinner. (laughs) Yeah. Treat yourself. All right. Next one is a, is a tough one. Put some thought into it. Unlike your other answers. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Surprise, I thought yada yada yada. Surprise su- us. Surprise us. Go with ahead, a, Allie. With a love or a hate. Surprise me. <laughs> surprise me with something about movies. That's challenging. This is going to be the hardest test of all yeah. time, you guys, because um, Kyle and I have very, very similar movie tastes and tastes in things in general. Mm-hmm. So he could read my mind probably about most movies that I like or dislike. Um,. Shameless, Chris and I saw Bad Grandpa in the theaters and loved it for all of its stupidity. Um, it was good. It, it was ridiculous. It was good. Jesus but that's Christ. probably... You would like it. That's probably the only surprising thing I could come up with. Also, I'm obsessed with Talladega Nights and I have no shame about that. So, um, yeah, there's that one. But it's not a surprise right. to anybody. <laughs> what about you, Chris? Yeah, I think not a surprise, but something that I, I, I generally think sucks across the board and is even if I like superheroes outside of the movie theater, I just don't like superhero movies. I mean, very few that I'll watch. Not outside. one. I like the Batman trilogy. I like some of the early Spider Man. Missing but the point of the question. What is the point no, of the question? No, no, okay, no, no, no. never mind. Surprising by saying you don't like any of the superhero movies that have come out. I think it's surprising because they're so popular, and I understand oh, yeah. the audience that they're popular to. But mm-hmm. it's. Uh, it's a hard opinion to have sometimes that you just don't want to go see a superhero movie. Iron Man 1. Did you see it? Yeah. Iron Man 1 was good. Did you not like it? That began my decline and uh, animosity against superhero movies because while I thought it was good, then the 13 follow-ups to it kind of detracted from the original movie. There were only two. (laughs) Well, and I guess that goes against my rule because I said I shouldn't judge... I shouldn't go to a movie just because I like something. I guess I shouldn't judge the first movie by the like 20 or 30 follow-up superhero movies. But something about that genre is just hard for me to like now after it's been beaten to death. Hallie, surprise me with something that you didn't like. Mm. Because mm. I'm sure that that would be easier than something that you did like. Okay, so something that you know that won't surprise you but would probably surprise other people is Mary Poppins. I have literally never been able to stay awake through the entirety of because it is so boring. Um, Also, 
Amelie, a perennial favorite Whoa. for yeah, I cannot like. You don't like it? I have attempted that to watch that movie so many times, wow. and I was like, I'm bored. I'm over it. You it's, really? Wow. It's too like hyper surreal, like that really weird fast cutting crap that's like really popular <laughs> with British directors too. And uh. I just, I'm like over it. And I think it's like cult following is yeah. kind of meh. annoying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yes, agreed. There you go. Wow. Okay, you've nailed it. All right, next up, wannabes. What do you want? Feel to be? free to plug yourself. You know what? Plug each other into a movie. Oh, mm. I like that. We did that. We did that for each other. Okay. Plug yourself into something. If there's a role in a movie or a, even a character from a movie you'd want okay. to be or anything. Um, Chris would be Chuck Yeager in the right stuff. All right. For yeah. sure. Test pilot extraordinary. Yep. Driving, driving, <laughs> driving, flying planes really <laughs> quickly. Um. <laughs> Definitely, for sure, for sure, for sure. All right. Or you'd be like Tom Hanks in anything. Joe <laughs> <laughs> like, a good lawyer. <laughs> I stand up for a watch ride. <laughs> <laughs> I plug Hallie into something. Oh, well, I'm trying to think of a wonderful doctor movie on that note. What is oh, it? Oh, don't make well, me a no, doctor. Well, no, I'm gonna. I'll do a safe choice. <laughs> and then, you know, <laughs> I guess you get to live the dream every day, so you don't want to double down. That's right. Um, wow, it's a hard part. I can see you in so many movies. No, seriously, I um, if I had to pick one that was Hallie, it would also be an adventure movie, something where, like Apollo thirteen, or even uh, um, just some sort of adventure movie where you lead the pack and you bring everyone home. I could see you as Kevin Bacon in Apollo thirteen, oh, circling the moon. Man, he, you know what, Jack Swigert. Keeping everybody together. Uh, it was a disaster. He stepped in at the last moment, got everyone back, played a very important role. I can mm-hmm. see you doing that. And we all are connected to Kevin Bacon. We all are. A few steps. <laughs> Inherently, James. Oh, shit. I'm, What's up, Kev? <laughs> I'm only remotely depressed you didn't say I would be... Uh, Tom Cruise and Top Gun. So that's where you put yourself. <laughs> yeah. So you put yourself as Tom Cruise in Maverick and Top Gun. Wow. That's good. But I, I see you as Goose. Like, so much, like, right. so Goose is just... Goose dies! Well, not that part. <laughs> All right, Chris, but well, Goose is the best. Well, but he you, dies! You're Maverick and Top Gun. Thank you. We, yeah. I've always known it. Chris, what would you put yourself in? Oh, I don't know. I agree with Hallie. I like Robocop? Uh... <laughs> Robocop, maybe like a safe choice, like like a, yeah. like a T one hundred. No, like Office Space, like just living like a normal, office super space. normal movie. Go to work every day in a tech or like. Wow, no, that that no, is nothing more depressing. I know. I'm gonna go with the safe <laughs> choice. Jesus. Oh, you're the corporate dream, Chris. The bar is I'm right. okay with being a cog in a machine. <laughs> but it fits, it fits so perfectly, Chris's personality. If he was the it main does. character in yeah. Office Space, which is I'm blanking on right now. But if he was Peter. the main, yeah, Peter. He like deals with it for a while, and then, just yeah. like Chris. He'll deal with it until he's just far enough over the edge and then we're smashing copiers and then it's like we're done complete checkout great okay let's keep growing what else Uh, we got let's see let's see rolling and going crutch movies rolling crutch movies that one movie that crutch movies when in doubt when you need to center yourself you pop it in you watch it oh god the criticism your go to my go to has been since the dawn time and will always be Tom Hanks in Forrest Gump of course it is Anytime, anywhere, any country, any place, 
Forrest Gump, best crutch movie, best pick me up, wow. hands down. I'm not. I'm not gonna criticize that. Why People would, why fucking would... knock Forrest Gump all the time because they're like, derp, derp, derp. It's not great. But Forrest Gump is, especially for you being a history guy, it like spans the course of time and is like a larger than life tale and mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. well acted. And it's it's this grand event adventure. And yeah. at the end, everything somehow is right with the world and all this like calamity and like. Uh, you know, world-changing events and one person going through it, but everything's all right at the end of the day, and everything kind of works out. It's a great crutch movie. Um, I like that movie a lot. Number one, it has perennially been Ghostbusters. Like, I will yes! watch Ghostbusters all the time. I don't care. I'll watch them multiple times in one 2016, day. 2016, right? Multiple times in no. one day. <laughs> it's, it's very possible. It's happened. Um, Talladega Nights. No, most, of, most of mine are, like, really, like, silly comedies when it's, I think about yeah. it. Because it's either like TV shows like 30 Rock or Parks and Rec. You're right. Or... TV has become the new crutch movie. Yeah, like Bob's absolutely. Bob's Because I, like I could watch it for the- hours. <laughs> and I love that like somewhat absurdist kind right. of comedy stuff. So like those two for sure. Um, and... Oh, The Life Aquatic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Love The that's Life a- Aquatic. Oh, that's who I could cast you. You could be Steve Zissou in The yes! Life Aquatic. Hands down. Excellent. That is your role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are totally, because he is as much of a invasive naturalist <laughs> as you. <laughs> that's perfect. The that's most great. destructive contribution. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. All right, Hold here we are. This is going to be the last one. You ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie dates. Ah, I want to hear some good movie date stories from your lives. Good, bad. Like what's what's a good date to see a movie? No, Tuesdays like are I good. went on a date with a girl and she Saturdays dragged me to see popular. How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. I, I want a movie to kill date story pre this relationship, exactly, oh. and a good one in this relationship, mm. or a bad one in this relationship. Mm. Oh, can we talk about what here? Nope. I'm yes, just, we can. I am just going to completely steamroll all of your sub questions <laughs> and just say, once upon a time, <laughs> Hallie, uh, Hallie and Chris went to go see a movie by What's His Face director. I'm blanking the master. Oh, uh, the master. Yes, Paul no. Thomas Anderson. So don't bring this it is up. A good story. So Kyle and I are big fans of Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, <laughs> And uh, Chris will give you his interpretation of the master, which I mostly liked. I could sum it up as, ugh. <laughs> but more in detail, because that's not entertaining at all for anyone to hear. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> radio. I believe you said that it was, uh, it's, a, it's The Master, for those of you that don't know, is a movie basically about a guy who starts a cult that becomes Very like, similar to Scientology. Yeah, <laughs> it becomes like a big deal, and mm-hmm. it's basically just a, a rip on Scientology. But the flaw to the movie is not that really easy plot that somebody wrote down. It's the fact that they try and uh, conceal this plot that conceal that they're trying to to emulate Scientology and at the end of the movie it's like this big surprise as if you're supposed to stand up and be like oh my goodness was that about L. Ron Hubbard and it's just done in such an ostentatious way to try and like persuade the viewer that they're doing this grand thing to reveal like uh, the story of Scientology and kind of trick you into seeing the flaws in it it's just 
would not have done guessing, well at all. I'll it never let him watch Magnolia. Ever. <laughs> not one time. You don't deserve Magnolia. You, you and I can watch it together, Kyle. We'll leave Chris at home. Yes. <laughs> but that movie's nose was turned up so high it would have drowned in a rainstorm. <laughs> to use a quote from your grandfather. It would in a rainstorm. You like that? How folksy. How right? folksy indeed. That came straight from the Appalachian that's Mountains super, right there. Appalachian. Okay, so that's a fantastic date. So you guys went to see that in the theater together? Yes. Oh, brilliant. And you came out of it and you liked it and you were just... I mean, we grew stronger together, I think, as a result of that movie. Oh, definitely. Yep. Yeah. It's really the foundation of our marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not going to get better than that. So, thank you both so much for running through the gauntlet. Gauntlet time. Nicely done. All right. Thanks. With that, we're out of time. Thank you both, Hallie and Chris, for coming on. This has been Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. And today, Hallie and Chris, wonderful to have you in the studio. You're welcome anytime. You know where to find me. <laughs> we have keys to the studio. Check us out on YouTube and iTunes. Anywhere you find podcasts, we are there. Send us some mail if you would like to run through the gauntlet. Send us some mail. Loud on the set at gmail.com. We'll get you in the studio. You too can run the gauntlet. Thank you all for listening. Thank you too for answering the questions. Of course. Go out and see some great movies. Be on the gauntlet. And have a wonderful time. See you later. And cut.